Magandang buhay sa iyo lahat. You're tuned into Pinoy Straliano. Happy, happy, happy New Year's, guys. 2018, here we come. Master 11 number. Fucking, let's see what's going to go down. I'm proud to announce we got our first ever special guest, former owner of Baked in South Melbourne for f- about 15 years, I believe it is, and also a chef at Rubira's in Port Melbourne. Whoa. Got that one right after a million takes. Stay tuned. So, you know, we got our first special guest all the way from where are you from, bro? I'm from Frankston. From fucking Frank Ganistan. <laughs> Make some noise for Kuya Ian Balazzo. Thanks, Anthony. I'm very honored to be your first guest here on Pinot Australiano. I'm, I'm very honored. Most welcome. Thank you. We'll have you again, hopefully. So, uh, give yeah. Us, give us an introduction, brother. Yeah, uh, Anthony, I've been, um, for the last uh, maybe 18 years, I've been cooking. And I've had a pizzeria in South Melbourne for the last 15 years, and I'm currently working at Ribera's as a chef, mm. which is a restaurant in Port Melbourne. And... I'm currently in. Do they serve balut, bro? No, they do more. Um, we do uh, seafood. It's a fine dining seafood restaurant. Oh, nice. And a lot of a lot of hipon. Yeah. And a lot Prawns, of ista. And a lot of fish. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Nice. Yeah. So are those um, is that ista and hipon um fished from Port Phillip Bay? <laughs> yes, it is. it's actually it's from Bass Strait. Nice. And it is um it's. Fished every it was fished from the it's collected from the fishmongers at 3am every the uh, the one of the co-owners John Ribeira goes there at 3am yeah. and he picks the freshest seafood in Melbourne. Wow. Yeah, and it's kind of funny like it's a circle because my granddad was a fisherman in Mindoro. Right. So yeah, I've grown up in that kind of um, environment of loving fish because my mom grew up on fish. That's crazy, bro. So, cause I'm, so I'm looking at your your your, your tats here and. I see the fish motif there, which is very Pacific Islander, man. It's fucking fresh, bro. Yeah, you know the history of like the Philippines, how we were colonized by the Spaniards. And when they first came to the Philippines, they colonized us. But when they first arrived, they called us the Pintados because we were all painted people. Right, because of all the tattoo marks yes. on us. Quite similar to other Pacific Islanders. Correct. Polynesian. Yes. Uh, rooted and, uh, how do I say, Polynesian-blooded people. Yes, correct. Wow, crazy. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your story, so continue. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what that's what happened when the Spaniards came and there was, um, we were, they brought the culture and, and we were heavily influenced by that. Yeah. And uh, you see that in the food and the religion specifically. Yeah, nice, man, nice. And so what's it like being um, a Filipino-Australian in the cooking industry? Oh, uh, it's... I actually quite like it. I think it, I have... I feel like I have an edge because we have on, like, other chefs because we have a food that isn't widely distributed around. Like, it's not available everywhere. Not, not everyone is aware of uh, Filipino cuisine. Yes. But being able to cook Filipino food and growing up on it and 
Uh, say serving it, say I served um, beef steak to the chefs at one of the fine dining restaurants I was working at before, and they were like, they loved it. Mm. But uh, yeah, for me, it kind of um, it's interesting that it hasn't been actually uh, like it's not like Vietnamese cuisine, which has been uh, which is like mainstream in Australia now. Yes, 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 indeed, Filipino uh, cuisine, perhaps worldwide, is still not a an obvious choice for diners, is it? No. No. How interesting is that? Underground as. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, how do you make your beef steak? Oh, how do I make yeah, my beef, you steak? Make beef steak? I put, I put soy sauce. Yeah. Garlic. Yeah. I season it, and I have the the acidity is the lemon. It's a very simple dish, but I, I like to put um, I like to fry up some potatoes with my beef steak, and I chop my. Uh, my sirloin pretty pretty thin. Right, right. Yeah, okay, so I'm taking some secrets. And then I kind of stir fry, it, stir fry it. So you use lemon. And then I like to put the onions in late. I like to cut them into I like to cut, cut them into circles, and then I put them in late and keep them crispy. Yeah, nice. So you don't you don't overcook. The, yeah, I don't overcook the, the onions. onions, and it adds, adds a bit more tang. Tang, yeah, yeah, nice. Do you ever use calamansi? Yeah, calamansi is probably the more ideal, but it's uh, it's harder for me to find. Find, yeah. Yeah, and if I have calamansi, I prefer to use calamansi rather than lemon. Right. What is calamansi? It's uh, kumquat, right? Kumquat, That's, yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll talk more about your cooking adventures. Stay tuned. So speaking of beef steak or beef steak, um, it's definitely one that was in constant rotation in my family as well as yours, eh, Ian? Yeah, well, it's a pretty simple dish, and it's got good flavours, and it's it's pretty easy to make, and yeah, we'd always have it with rice, I don't mind have it with a bit of egg sometimes, it was good. Yeah, nice, nice. Did, I, I think you were mentioning it before, it might have been one of the recordings that didn't fucking record, um, you like to put potatoes, how do you put the potatoes in it? Yeah, I'll, I like to um, oven roast them, and I slice them pretty thin, like scalloped potatoes, and yeah, I'll, Chuck them on, chuck them in the beef steak after after the the uh, onions. So that's essentially you could just serve it like that without rice. Hey. Yeah, you can, but you know, well, we're Filipino here, we eat everything with rice. Well, there's something about spooning that sauce, gravy, or soup dish over the rice. That's how we eat as Filipinos, right? Yeah, I call it flavor control. It gives you, allow you to uh, give yourself uh, the amount of flavour that you want with the rice. But you know, there was I've had these discussions with other friends who grew up in Asian cultures and have saying that we're in Australia and we don't need to eat so much rice because they only use and reason they ate rice so much rice back in the old country is because they were trying to save money on food. Right. They're trying to stretch the amount of food. Right, that's an interesting concept. Hey, um an interesting theory because I've read in another book about ancient Cebu. Well, not really ancient, but like pre-Hispanic Cebu, yeah? Yeah. Is that rice was a prized grain that they barely ate. They ate millet more than they ate rice, you know? Um, So that's pretty interesting, you know? Like, And not many Filipinos know that. No, I didn't know that. You know, like, so like, you know, we've got bibinka, we've got suman, we've got this different kind of like... What kind of dessert style yeah. rice? Yeah, it's a versatile dish. Yeah, mm. but these were like um, packed foods 
for them to, you know, like when they were traveling from one place to another, yes. you know, and to get rice, you'd have to have been part of a pretty rich family or being part of the Datu class, Datu class, right? And even Datus prized rice because rice wasn't that easy to farm. Well, not that it wasn't easy, but it was like, yeah, it was very laborious to get rice than it was to get millet, you know? I thought you were just about to say something like, oh, because we don't fucking work outdoors like farmers, like in the old country. Yeah. There's not, there's no, there's no reason to have that many, that many carbohydrates from a health perspective. But what do you think about that? Like, fucking remember when there was the whole no carbs trend? Is that even a thing anymore? Like, it isn't, is it? People, people, it's in people's subconscious. It's in the conscious that, you know. I don't, know. I don't believe in it. Yeah. I eat rice. I like to eat rice. I try not to eat too much rice. And I love bread as well. So what can I say? And I love pasta. Mm. And those are things that I don't really want to give up in my diet. Yeah. And I don't see there's any, like, it's not beneficial for me to stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely affects how you, how you get through your day when you cut, completely cut out carbs. Hey. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've never, I've never actually tried it for over an extended oh, period of time. Oh man, yeah, it's fucking not good, bro. It's fucking, it's like being in the doghouse, bro. <laughs> it's just shit. Because you don't have that energy that you're yeah. so used to having. You know, it might affect your fucking waistline, but... Yeah, who are we to think that we are ahead of what centuries of people have been doing? But maybe we are, who knows? Well, We're going to try it out. Well, you know, then, so, like, maybe we'll talk about this in the next segment, bro, but, um, you know, I'd like to know your thoughts as a chef of what you think about the healthy and non, not so healthy, well, not properties, but uh, parts of Filipino cuisine. Uh, and so the big question is, Kuya. Ian and listeners of Pinoy Stradiano. We could get into more detail about what Filipino food exactly is, but I think this is a good way to let people know what Filipino food is and maybe put them off it so that it doesn't become mainstream and that fucking <laughs> we don't get a bunch of fucking shit cunts trying to push our food. No, 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 no. We're very proud of our culture and we just want to protect it, guys. Like, we don't mind. We don't want bastardized versions yeah, of it, but you know. When... But it'll happen, it'll happen, you know. But the question is, Kuyan, is do you think Filipino food is healthy? Um, Watch your words now. <laughs> Probably if you boil it down to like traditional, like like the stuff that are like a lot of the stuff, the, the food that we eat is like party food and it probably isn't the healthiest food. Like you have a lot of like pork in there and with the like chicharron on a lot of stuff and it's always, it, yeah, there's not much thought to the, the dietary implications of eating that food over long term. But, you know, I mean, there are dishes out there that are, are quite healthy. I was, I was staying in Tagig recently and I was like, fascinated by the restaurant across the street was a gluten-free vegan restaurant and I was like what the F mm. like we don't even have that shit where I live I'm like, what the <laughs> <f> <laughs> they don't have vegan food in Franganistan <laughs> no 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 and I was like yeah this is the first world but that is the gig yeah, that's the fourth that's a different that's a different type of Philippines and a lot of Filipinos oh not Filipinos but 
some of my family are thinking that that place doesn't even feel like the Philippines in itself. Right, okay. I've never been at the gig, so I can't really speak about it. But like, I mean, you know, yeah. So like, maybe to be a little bit clearer, like there is pork and there are certain different uh, meats that are probably less favoured in the uh, Western world, you know. But at the same time, like it's not necessarily the meat or or the particular food ingredient, but it's the way the way that it's cooked. Yeah, and so, like uh, fucking chicharron, which is dehydrated pork fat and skin, then flash fried to make it puffy. You know, it's uh, crackling, right? It's crackling, but, but like super crackling. Like this stuff looks like clouds and tastes like really tasty clouds that'll give you a heart attack <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that shit tastes good what can you say right but then no one complains about deep fried shallots that they'll put over sprinkle over Asian food you know, Asian foods you know and you know it's because it's just a garnish but we eat this stuff like bat by the bags full don't we yeah well, you know one of my favourite dishes is actually a pretty healthy dish and it's not served a lot widely but I, like, I love mungo yes Mung beans. Yeah, the mung beans stew, and and you can make that vegetarian. You can make that healthy, and yes. that is probably one. Of, it's like a it's like a Filipino dal. Like that's how I would classify. Yeah, actually, it is too. Yeah, yeah, it's a good good comparison. Actually, guys, if the way that my my mother's side of the family cooks it is, they would soak the beans overnight because they're really hard, and then you know, like a lot of Filipino um, cooking. It's a basic sautéing of garlic, sometimes garlic and ginger, onions, then if it requires tomato, you chuck in tomato, and that's your basic base. And then from there, you would chuck in a meat for your protein. So mum would use um, really um, almost uh, diced liempo or pork belly, yeah. so there's a bit of fat on there. And then um, you would chuck in the beans, and you'll just let that sort of simmer, but then she would add ampalia. Which is bitter gourd yeah, um, yeah. leaves and bitter gourd, right? Which is like high in antioxidants. And apparently, I was looking at some naturopathists talking about how healthy bitter gourd is, but it's um, there is uh, anti cancerous um, properties. We're gonna call this a superfood, yeah? Yeah, it's a superfood. <laughs> I, I, don't even, I don't even know what the properties of mung bean are, but so you know, like that's that's a basic example of our. Of our healthy foods but then we've got some pretty like heavily cooked you know super rich super salty super saucy super meaty dishes that yeah I mean you would not um, eat those on a daily basis but those dishes would have been made for special occasions right correct well we need to talk more about that before we continue so speaking of um, unhealthy yet delicious Filipino foods, what is one that comes to mind, Kuya Ian? Uh, you have to go straight to sisig, man. <laughs> Can you explain to the listeners what sisig is? Sisig is like pork pork bits chopped up and, and fried up, maybe with an egg on top and some chili and garlic and other stuff, and calamansi, and it's dope. It's got crunchy chicharron in there. It's it tastes wonderful and you eat it as a pulutan while you're drinking, generally. Yeah, yeah. so for the listeners out there, pulutan is uh, the name for foods that we pick up by hand or, you know, with a fork or use some utensil. 
while drinking. So we have a culture in the Philippines of drinking whatever alcohol and having a whole arrangement, a whole sort of, a whole assortment of different foods that go well with the drinking. Usually quite soury, spicy and salty foods. Hey. hey, to tell you the truth is sissig man, and this is the God's honest, I only ever tried it. The first time I ever tried it was three years ago. It, your sister's engagement party. Oh, yes. Because it wasn't a staple of our family. Yes. No. No. And we're from a different region. My family, the, most of my family are from down in Batangas and, and, and in Mindoro. Yep. But it's more of a regional dish. More, I think it originated from, from Angola City, yep. which, is, which is north of, north of Manila. Yep. But yeah, I, I, like when you taste it, I, when I taste it, I go, this is the best. This is the best. It's some pretty gangster shit, guys. Like, think about this, right? So, you know, we're used to the idea of going to the supermarket and seeing this pretty lean meat, maybe a bit of fat, right? And we're used to the idea of chopping it up or cooking it as is, right? But the place they would get all the parts of the sisig is from the actual head of a pig. Yeah. So they'll chop up the ears. They'll chop out, chop up the snout, you know, like not with the bones, of course. Like they'll just basically demolish the face of a pig, chop it all up. Might even have bits of tongue in there, you know, just whatever is left over, and they'll fry it like right up with all of these ingredients, which is typical garlic, onion, right? Season it really well. Then they would give it the acidic hit through citrus or calamansi, right? And then the spice through chili and pimenta, right, peppers, and then they'll put that on a sizzling, um, what do you call that in, in cooking where the, it comes out sizzling it's on, on a, a hot plate, an iron hot plate, yeah. and it'll come out to the dish, you're there, you want to have a good time with your mates, you're starving, you're smashing this like 50 cent beer, yeah. you know, and there's this thing that smells so good in front of you, man, no wonder a lot of Filipinos Yeah, when you're over there, it's God's country when you're having that stuff with yeah. a San Mig or a Red Horse. But imagine the cunts that have that like all the time. Sorry guys, this is a typical Australian um, slang, uh, the C word, I'll try to refrain from using <laughs> it. But you imagine the dudes who have that like every week. Well, you know, there are Filipinos that like to party every day. Yes. And that is a party food. And that every is day. <laughs> and of course, that's where the, the perhaps the myth, you know, that Filipino food is unhealthy probably stems from. Because I mean, think about it. If you had that once, especially after being vegetarian for a good couple of months, it would probably be the best thing. Uh, you'd, 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 you'd had, <laughs> especially if you were a meat eater and forced yourself to become a vegetarian for health reasons, correct? I wouldn't advise it to. I wouldn't advise to eat that every day while drinking heavily. But you know, who am I to judge? <laughs> we all live our life once, and it's YOLO, right? Well, that's exactly it. But I guess you know the, the argument is. Um, <laughs> here's a new one. Let's test this one. It's not really what you eat. But it's how you eat it. Huh? Hey, Do you how? get that? It's not really what you eat, but it's how you eat it. So let's say I've, you've got a you've, your own ingredient is pig fat. Yeah. Right? You couldn't eat it every day fried. No. Right. No, no, and you probably no. couldn't eat that much every day. No. You know, it's not fucking. No. The nutrition value of it is not very good, right? But let's say that's all you had. Right? If that's all you had to work with, then you have to make the most of that situation. There you go. So, you know, it's like, oh yeah, if you're eating Maccas every day, of course that's unhealthy, fucking idiots. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, 
but maybe having too much of a certain vegetable is not good for you as well but its health implications are not as heavy as pig fat <laughs> on a hot plate <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about the Sultana brand ad right and he goes don't tell them it's healthy and they'll eat it by the bowl full isn't that true about Filipino cuisine huh yeah, that would be correct. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, just try this. Yeah, man, it's pig's blood, pig's blood jelly. <laughs> dinuguan. Dinuguan, you know? Well, you know, I have to say, man, I have not got down with the dinuguan vibe. Like, I know, I, maybe I, got, I copped a lot of shit when I was younger, and maybe it was because I didn't eat dinuguan. Because, I just, frankly, I just don't like that flavour. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. You know, that's like um, black pudding. Yeah, black pudding. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'll... Maybe if you could spice it up a bit, but I just don't like that texture in the, I don't know. And it's not because it's pig butt and I have eaten it, I just don't like that. I don't know, it just doesn't entice me. I don't know if it's because of the colour, it's just, it's really just the flavour. True, true, true. Well, we can let our listeners find out about that by themselves. Some of the Filipino groups call it chocolate, you know, so they must love it. But what's a, what's a particular dish that you love, bro? A particular dish I love is, I do love sinigang and a nice sinigang, like, uh, I got my, last last year I got my auntie to show me how to make um, traditional batangas, uh, kalmias sinigang. Mm. Which yeah. is, what is that, Kalmi, ka, did you say kalmias? Kalmias, it's yeah. like a, it's, it makes a sour taste, like a, like a, um, I don't know how you would describe it, but it, it gives a sour flavour. It's like a, a fruit of some sort, a dried fruit, and then you put it in the when you when you cook the thing, when you cook the sinigang in a pot, you you bring the broth, you give the broth flavour with the kalmias. Is that what it's called, kalmias? Kalmias. Yeah. Right. I can't find it on Google. I just yeah, found meet and date Philippine women, the number one Filipino dating site. <laughs> <laughs> or is it kamias? Kamias. Is it Kamias or Kalmias? Kamias. We need to look this now. Okay, well... We... Yes, that's it. There, yeah? Kamias. Yeah, that is it. That's it. Yep, cool, cool. So, yeah, right. So, continue. Sorry. But, yeah, I love Sinigang. It's got, like... I mean, I would classify it like a, like a Filipino Tom Yum for, for those of the, that don't know what it tastes like. Well, yeah, traditionally, um, or at least from the instant, version packet that mum used to use in <laughs> cooking, yeah, yeah. right? Mama Sita's um, uh, Sinigang Timpla, yeah. right? Sinigang mix. It was always um, from tamarind. From tamarind. And I know that um, tamarind is what they use in um, what is the Thai uh, pancit? What is the Thai noodles um, called? Oh, no, it's on the tip of my tongue right here on the podcast. Pad Thai. Pad Thai, yeah, they yeah. use tamarind sauce, you know, and a lot of the barbecue in Southeast Asia is uses tamarind as, like, one of the styles of, like, barbecue. Their inihao, their version yeah. of inihao is using tamarind as part of the base of their um, marinades, you know? Oh, tamarind, tamarind is dope, man. I love that stuff on Matosino, like that, like... And Tocino is probably one of my favorite dishes when we go back to like favorite dishes of Filipino food. Which is uh, cured pork, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, cured pork. It's like, ah, uh, like, oh, probably. Like, almost like a bacon. It's like a, a, a Filipino chashu. Chashu, yes, yeah, true, true, true. Very, 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 very delicious stuff. 
But then what's another dish? So, you know, we've got a lot of Spanish influence and, you know, colonial influence. So we've got sinigang, which is profoundly Southeast Asian, using tropical Southeast Asian fruits and ingredients. But what about a Spanish type of dish? Uh... Probably caldereta is one that comes to mind, especially it's probably closer to my heart because um, I've got a lot of family from Batangas and when they have the fiesta, I think it's come out of around 16th of Jan. It's a bit of a ritual for the males to cook their caldereta and they hang their head on how good their caldereta is and it's like a 24-hour process. They slaughter the, slaughter the goat and, and they make this goat stew, a tomato-based goat stew. And it's really ingrained in the culture. I really like it. It's like a process in the next day at the fiesta. Everyone eats it. You know, you get family coming in from all around for the fiesta. And your friends, they come over for lunch. And we all eat and have a good time. Wow, that's really interesting you mentioned that, man. Because that almost makes sense with our sort of tribal roots. Hey, you know, like a very sort of matriarchal thing to do, even though we're a matriarchal society. I meant to say patriarchal shit. Oi, oi, what's going on? Oh, who is this guy? Who is this? Oh, hello, kumusta? Filipino What's your name? That's Ian Morris. I'm Lopez. Lopez Lawang. Ian Morris, huh? Nice to meet you, Lopez. Yeah. Wow, what are you doing here in the house? I'm doing the podcast. Ah, I see. Oh, nga. You're pagkain. Pagkain, yes. Masarap nga ang pagkain natin, no? You're talking about the Filipino foods. There's only one thing that Filipinos like more than food. What is... Oh. I, I understand you there, pare. Very, 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 uh, very much understood there. So, well, kakabili ko lang ng baboy at saka manok. I just bought the chicken and the pork. I'm going to cook adobo. Oh, but, nice. But I, I always, I'm always interested, uh, depending on the Filipino summit, you know, like, how do you cook your adobo? Just with chicken and pork? Or just chicken and just pork, or do you put the I, I'm chicken a, I'm liver? a chicken man myself. Okay, which part my, of the chicken? My mom, my mom, like always puts liver in there. I'm not down with liver. I don't Why? know maybe because I grew up. I yeah, I'm not down with the flavor of liver, and I don't like the texture. <laughs> but are you, you know, born? Are you born here? I was born in Australia. You're but I like to remix the stuff up with like I, I, I you know when I cook, I put my so I, I marinate it in soy. Wait wait, I, it's my other girlfriend. Hang on, sorry. Yes, continue. Uh, okay, <laughs> the typical Filipino. Hey, <laughs> 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 don't say that. Huh? It's not very good image for us. <laughs> well, you're not having dessert yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What is this? What is this remix? What's what? Oh uh, no, I, I marinate my thing with garlic and. And soy. You marinate first. And brown sugar. And I like to add. Brown sugar. And I like to add a little bit of Vegemite for the Australian yeah. flavor. Vegemite. Have you tasted Vegemite, Lopez? I don't. I'm not sure that's a staple of Filipino. I Vegemite. Because when I first arrived in this country, I thought it's a chocolate. <laughs> It's not. It's not Nutella, man. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that time. So, but so you put the Vegemite in. Yeah, that, the marinade. It has a has a similar flavor to soy, mm. and that's it. Brings that sodium aspect to the food, and it's quite nice. And it gives, it it gives 
my double more of an Australian remix to it. Very good, ah. I have to try this one. No, kung gusto mo bro, ikaw na lang magluto, you'll be the one to cook the uh, no, double no, You're gonna try it. Yeah, I want to try this with one. With a bit of garlic rice, yeah? Oh, with... Yeah. With sinalaga sinal- yeah. as well, ah? Yeah, why not? Oh, galing, ah. Wow. <laughs> you ma- are you a chef? Yeah, I'm a chef. You're a chef, huh? Where? Yeah. Where are you a chef? I'm a chef. I do a uh, seafood restaurant in in Port Melbourne. Wow. Yeah. Do they have any openings? <laughs> if you want to join, the the sous chef is Filipino. Oh, no, not the cooking for, uh, you know, cleaning or something. For cleaning? Uh, no, no. A very good janitor. <laughs> I'm a cleaner at the... Lopez, there's lots of pretty waitresses there. Wow. <laughs> Magandang babae. Wow. Well, <laughs> Mga dalaga. I have a, I have a resume. You have, to, I have to, I have to find it. Uh, but we know how you guys like to work hard for, <laughs> for things. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's not always for the better. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You know me very well. Huh? I bet you you are the same. Huh? How many of your waitress you sleep with? Huh? I'm, I'm not, I don't sleep with any of the waitresses. Why I'm not? just. They're I'm telling you, life is. I'm trying to give you. Are a you see, Are you a married man? No, no, because I believe that you don't shit where you eat. What do you mean? You. What is this? If it's my workplace, and I try to maintain my professionalism. Ah, I thought you mean you don't shit. Like here, on the, the, next to the dining table. Of course you're not gonna shit there. The banyo is over right there. You must be drunk if you're doing a shit right where you're eating. This is ridiculous. Wow. So you put the Vegemite in yeah. it. And then, I guess that is like a Pinoy-Staliano version of adobo, huh? Yes, it is. Wow, that is amazing. Well, yeah, well, put on a shit. We don't have much time. Oh, well. you, what time do you have to go? Uh, I have to go pretty soon. It's getting late here, uh, Lopez, but you know, you never know. Let's get cooking, huh? Let's get cooking. (laughs) Guys, that was Lopez Luang. He just had to duck out for a second because the idiot forgot the most crucial ingredients in adobo, which is suka and toyo, which is vinegar and soy sauce. What a guess! But anyway, um, Ian, Ian. Thank you so much for, for being a, uh, our first special guest on Pinoy Australiano. Um, are there any parting words um, before we wrap this up? Oh, I just want to say, Anthony, thanks for um, thanks for me having me on as your first guest. All good, it's been bro. a good experience, bro. It was, it was good to meet uh, Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's an interesting character, that guy. He's pretty fobby still. He's been in the country for like. I'm sure he's having a good time in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he he's he needs to he uh, he needs to get his stuff together, man. Like 34 years in the country, still <laughs> like doesn't yeah, he's shocking. But anyways, um, would love to have you um, on the show more often, especially because of of the the wonderful chat we've had and and the insightful things you can tell us about the culinary world as a Filipino Australian man. Yeah, I have to say that. Um, even for me, when I, I like my having a, I've been a small business owner. We, we, I was a, oh, I had a pizzeria in South Melbourne for for the last fifteen years. And being, uh, I felt I felt like an outlier as as one of the like because there's like you see other communities with the Vietnamese and the Cambodians and they're all like business orientated. 
and that was the way they came up in society and how they were able to establish themselves in Australia, whereas Filipinos have generally gone to work for, for major companies and contributed to society that way. Mm. Yeah, this is true. Like, why is it that perhaps um, in places like, you know, Los Angeles, California, San Francisco, you know, there's a lot of Filipino businesses there, yes. Filipino restaurants, yet in Victoria, as opposed to, let's say, New South Wales or, or Queensland, there aren't so many Filipino business owners doing Filipino things, you know? Yeah, I definitely. mean, even with yours, like, did, was, did it have a Filipino twist? It, we, we did do an adorable pizza, mm. and there was a Filipino twist later, but at the start, when I first opened the business, there probably wasn't the market for it, because it was a different society back then, mm. where um, it wasn't... I don't know what they call it these days, they call it modern Australian, I think, you know, or, but, but basically it's just like Australian, it's basically just Asian, Asian cuisine, which is, they call it a modern Australian, or fusion or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, right. that's crazy. So as an outlier and as a Filipino-Australian doing business, like, what's the next, what's the way forward for you now? Oh, for me, um... I'm going to try and learn as much as I can about kitchens and, and different cuisines, but I do want to get good at Filipino cooking and I'm going to go to the Philippines in a couple of weeks and um, I'm planning on, on meeting up with my friend, the uh, Filipino chef over there who's um, taken over the Hilton Manila, uh, Dennis Leslie is his name. He had a uh, restaurant in Adelaide called Hill of Grace, but he's been poached over to by the Hilton to run Hilton Manila and I think possibly run uh, Hilton Cebu, the kitchens over there. So um, yeah, that might be a, a, a pathway for me to get into Filipino cuisine, especially fine dining, which hasn't really been done in Melbourne. In a while, in what do we call it? We would call it mainstream, I think. That yeah, would be the word. The mainstream. You know, that's pretty interesting, man, because Melbourne is the kind of place where you've got coffee snobs and, yes. you know, like people who are into fine dining. So perhaps maybe the approach to finally burst Filipino cuisine into the mainstream is through a fine dining angle perspective, hey? Yeah, I think. Um Presentation is the main thing and a little bit of more technique with some of the foods. I mean, but Filipino food is awesome. Like, it brings people together. You know, the family parties are awesome. And no one throws a better party than a Filipino, you'd have to say. I, I definitely agree with you there, man. Any last words in the last 30 seconds, Ian? I just want to say, um, yeah, thanks, Anthony. Thanks to all the listeners for uh, listening to this podcast. And, um, yeah, I hope I'm back. I'd love to be back soon. Is there anywhere the guys can find you? Uh, you can um, you can find me at Easy Ian on my Instagram if you wanna you wanna follow me on Instagram. Easy Ian, too easy. It's E Z Y E A N. There you go. All right, Quid Ian, thank you so much, man. Hopefully, see you again soon, guys. Thank you for listening in. Peace out.